This is the first Lunch and Learn with Dr. Coopwood, a podcast that we've developed here at Regional One Health to talk with employees who are exhibiting our premier expectations. The premier expectations are our standard of behavior as a healthcare system. These behaviors share a common goal of making sure that we help to improve the health and well-being of individuals that we serve. Today, we're talking to two employees who have exemplified the premier expectation, make it happen. We have with us today River Smith and Brandon Williams. They're both working our um, outpatient surgery center and, and helping us take care of the individuals there who, who need same-day surgery. When we say make it happen, we're talking about taking personal responsibility for getting the job done and taking ownership. We want our employees use this resource that they have to do a great work and we want them to see opportunities rather than barriers. So our first question, gentlemen, um, I'd say that you guys have taken on that to a new level. I understand from conversations that you all um, have worked together for a long time and a lot of days you end up coming and going pretty much the same time. You all kind of coordinate your schedules for that? Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get out of the uh, car unless I see him. Okay. <laughs> but one day last summer, something happened as you were, as I understand, heading home. Yes, yeah. sir. After a long day working at our outpatient surgery center. Tell me a little bit about what happened that day. Um, it was just a usual uh, day. We were uh, leaving work. About the same time, we parked beside each other. And uh, we heard a guy yelling for help. And uh, we turned around and saw that his car was um, aflame. Um, he was still in it. And uh, luckily, we were able to uh, go over there and kind of get him away from the fire. Um, at the same time, we had another coworker that was actually pulling around to leave the parking lot, and I was able to call the fire department and hand the phone to her so she could talk to them. And uh, once we got him away, Brennan actually knows where the fire extinguisher yeah. is. He goes by every day. So. Um, him and the guy had a dog, and him and the dog ran uh, to get the fire me extinguisher. And, uh, me and Indy. Indy the dog, yeah. And um, we uh, were able to keep him away from the fire and uh, put the fire out with a fire extinguisher. So you're on your way home. You're probably pretty tired from all the cases, um, and you could have ignored the cry for help, but you decided to jump into action. Um, versus saying, well, let me go call security, who will call the fire department, someone will be there right away. It, it sounds as if you all decided that time, let's make it happen. Um, and as I understand, the gentleman was on oxygen? Yes, he was. Yes, he was uh, smoking with an oxygen tank. Yeah, he had oxygen in the car, and we later found out, actually, that he had four more uh, full canisters of uh, oxygen in the trunk of the car. So you might not just have saved him and his dog, you might have saved a lot of people in the garage as yeah. well from a major explosion. So when you talk about your, your um, medical training, I'm a surgeon, I call myself a recovering surgeon, <laughs> but I'm a surgeon and in the operating arena, it's, it's sometimes high stress because um, it takes a lot of focus because you have people's lives at hand while you have their body parts open. Help me with what your training in your medical specialty helped you to be able to react in such a, a quick time to think about, I drive by the fire extinguisher every day, um, I know exactly where it is, how that all clicked in um, based on your, your medical training? Um, I think the we always have fire safety uh, every year, yeah. and they always emphasize the, the, the pass and race, uh, pull, aim, squeeze, sweep, 
and um, literally I, on our badges. Yeah, too, it's yeah. on our badges too. Um, I think that helps. Um, that way, you actually kind of pay attention where the fire exits or fire extinguishers are. Um, I think also, like you were saying, we work in surgery, so sometimes even though you're prepared, you never know exactly what might happen, and you have to think on the fly and maybe have to go get a different instrument or. I think just uh, daily practice of kind of trying to be aware and locked into the situation helps. Yeah, and it's a, it's a lot of uh, split-second decision-making um, and you know, years of practice sometimes. Yeah. You just, it just kind of clicks. Um, and I just I call it go mode. That's yeah, just what or, I call yeah, it. Or when yeah. the adrenaline starts going, you know, things start, you know, the gears start, you know, rotating and making sense, and you just start doing things that you – Instinctively, instinctively, yeah. yeah. And I, as I remember, surgeons are very patient and calm people, right? Uh, always. always. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's how it used to be, at least. But um, so let's let's go back. Um, you know, this is a kind of a situation where it was a no-brainer to to um, uh, take care and, and save this gentleman's life, and as I said, maybe many, many more. But tell me a little bit about you know. As, uh, paying it forward and, and, and what might have happened um, in your personal lives, A, that made you want to come and work in Regional One Health and work in our surgery center. Um, is there anything that you can attribute that to? Maybe Brandon, I think there's a story out there that relates to um, what you might attribute paying it forward and, and, and how you take that seriously. Yeah, when I, uh, when I was a kid, um, my dad was in between jobs a lot. Um, and we lived in St. Louis, East St. Louis, um, and we weren't going to have Christmas that year because uh, we didn't have the money for not even a tree. We didn't have presents or anything. We were just going to make a paper tree and um, just kind of, you know, celebrate it together. Uh, when the neighborhood found out about my dad being kind of down on his luck, um, they donated a bunch of money to the school that I was at, and they came to my house with a guy dressed up as Santa Claus and a couple of elves and a trash bag full of uh, donated toys and everything uh, so that um, my family could have Christmas that year. And so a lot of that, it just ever since then, it's just made me want to help people even more, you know, just seeing people out and just doing the right thing. So. And that, and that really ties into part of the mission of Regional One Health is, is providing um, great care um, to a lot of our patients who find themselves in similar situations. It may not be permanent, but the situations they're in today. And, and, and being a part of our team with that kind of um, background helps us to be able to deliver that compassionate care on a daily basis. Um, So back to our premier expectation um, around making it happen. Um, from what I understand, this went unnoticed because you all didn't come out and brag and, no. and, and went on Facebook and took selfies by the burn car. Um, no, you just kind of went home and um, uh, maybe told a couple close ones, close loved ones and all, but how did it get out? Uh, our coworker, uh, Altia, she uh, was a coworker that actually came around that was in the car that I handed my phone to and yeah. um, helped us out and flagged down the fire, fire department when they came to the garage. Um, she actually elevated it to our managers who then like elevated it 
more to to, to you and I guess whoever else whoever knows about it. Yeah. Well, you know, that goes back to that kind of servant leader. We're here, to, we're, you know, we're here to take care of ourselves, especially in this in this world today when everything is self promotion. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it goes to that um, compassion that we talk about. And that you're making things happen, not to make yourself look good, but in order to make the organization um, um, continue to be stronger. So, so the question is, um, and, and the motivation for all of our employees, because remember, every employee will be listening to this, and, yeah. and, and we're going to want to meet you. Now, you all probably got to set up your own web page or <laughs> Instagram account, um, the Brandon Rivers Instagram account <laughs> You know, you're off the clock, but you still saw that as part of your responsibility? Yeah. Well, definitely. I mean, I, th I think um, we talked about this kind of yesterday, the little, like the little things. Uh, I think that always, everybody always sees the big things, but if you have a bunch of little things, they end up adding up to big things. Just simple things for patients, just mm -hmm. in general, or just any, like everyday life with people, just like the little things. Like if you say you're going to do something, you know, and you say a few minutes, let it be a few minutes, not actually. 30, 40 minutes, an hour, you never, yeah. it starts adding up and then when everybody tells you something like that, then you get frustrated. I mean, nobody really, nobody wants to be in the hospital, the patient, you don't want to be sick, but um, I think that, or even outside in general, just, I think kindness just helps people's day, it can make someone's day. And uh, like you were saying, there's people um, with the job, you know, being off the clock, um, as, you know, as a medical personnel and working in a medical fil facility, uh, you're never really off the clock, and you know, just because it's just one of those things you sign up for. You know, as soon as you leave work, you're not actually leaving work. You still have the responsibility. You know, you practice CPR, right. and you know, and you you practice all those things every day. So seeing it out there in the real world, still act on it. So how long have y'all worked here? I've been here 11 months in November. Um, two years almost two years yeah. it'll be mm -hmm. two years in March, March I think mm -hmm. well I mean this is you know this is the kind of behaviors that we want everyone to, to exemplify within the organization we appreciate you all for being our inaugural uh, lunch with Dr. <laughs> Cooper even though we didn't eat the chicken um, you're more than welcome to have have some while of we course. finish this up but um, I, I just want to on behalf of the whole organization mm -hmm level of commitment that you have, the level of compassion for the patients that we serve. I speak um, in orientation every other week and say that, you know, but for our patients, we have no reason to be here. Mm -hmm. And for individuals who are looking and seeing patients in need in the hospital, in the garage, or wherever we are, um, just to inspire people to figure out how to make it happen. Mm -hmm. um, and so much of it, so much, so much of the time, we always want to pass it off to somebody else. And I just applaud you all for kind of looking around, seeing there is nobody else, and, and this gentleman and his dog needed your assistance. You took, took the time to do that. Um, anything else you would like to add? Not off the top I of my head. I can't think of anything else now, no. It's, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming to work every day at Regional One Health to mm -hmm. find a way to make it happen, and we want to encourage all of our employees listening out there millions of people out there who are watching <laughs> our podcast um, to
find out a way, find a way to make it happen for the people who were taken care of. Thank you so much for right, thank being you. a thank part you. of Regional Montana. You've been listening to Lunch with Dr. Coopwood, a 12-part series that features Dr. Coopwood in conversations with people around Regional One Health and elsewhere who are making a difference with our premier behaviors. <laughs>